how did we get here? How did we get to 100 episodes of Wrestling Reverb? Welcome everybody to Reverb 100. What is going on? Welcome everyone. Hello. Wrestling Reverb. Yo, Josh, let me get a little bit of reverb. Yeah. J. Will. Yeah, I'm about that lifestyle. I talk ring work, repping it all over. It's right on the T-shirt. Fan for a lifetime. Yeah, that's a long pass. Figure I would show some love right on the podcast. Turn this up loud and make sure you don't do nothing else. Because if you're listening to us, then you're improving your health. My name is J. Will. Welcome to the show, yeah. Wrestle, flow, 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 yeah. Reverb 100. We are at 100 episodes of the official Wrestling Reverb uh, show. This is... I can't believe I'm at 100 episodes of Wrestling Reverb. Welcome in, Kevin. How are you today? I'm good. It's been a, been a pretty pretty, uh, pretty topsy-turvy day. But yeah, it is crazy that this is 100 episodes of Reverb. Your baby, Josh. Your baby has grown into like, like a full-fledged adult. Yeah, what the fuck? It has been a topsy-turvy day. I can attest to that. Um, it is, uh, there's a lot going on in the world of wrestling at the moment, which we'll touch on. Um, I guess address the elephant in the room. Yes, you did see what I did. And I am not going to go into it too much because I don't want myself to become that. But, um... Humble brag, I'm very proud of what I did, and I'm finally able to just continue to do what I'm doing, but I ain't any different anybody, don't treat me any differently just because I've came out or whatever, um, but I'm addressing it now so we don't have to keep talking about it, but um, thank you for all the messages of support and love and everything, um, it's very overwhelming, I kind of just did it, and we just finally did it, I didn't really plan to do it last night, it just kind of happened, um, and yeah, Kevin, you were one of those people that, um, showed your support. So <clears throat> thank you very much for that. And everybody just kind of ugh, coming in yeah. and yeah, all that kind of stuff. That, I don't really that, know what that, else to that, say. Yeah, that's, that's the topsy turvy part of this. That this day for me, I woke up to your, to your video. That was the first thing I did this morning. And I'll, I'll admit I spoiled it for myself because I, I I read your your following tweet first yeah, where you yeah. where you where you where you announced that you were coming out and so I was like oh and I watched the video and it was great and it, there was so much love and support you know I couldn't you know refreshing Twitter and just you know I'm seeing well wishes and support and love and I, that's that's the thing I love about all these people that we've gotten to meet. You know, yeah. via Twitter, via the wrestling Twitter game, is that you know there are a lot of really, really great people, and you're one of them. I mean, and you're you are absolutely one of them. You're one of the, one of the best people I know on here, man. 
and I'm glad that you were I'm glad that you were able to, to feel comfortable enough and to be open with everybody because that 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 takes guts that takes a huge amount of guts yeah it's um I first and foremost thank you for saying that and uh it it was not easy to click post and to tell everybody like I don't know if people understand that like when I recorded that video in the afternoon yesterday and then posting it last night my, all my time at that point when I recorded that video I didn't hadn't told a single soul like nobody knew and in within one night I'm like I'm just ready to do this and I went and seen my sister and my mom and my brother and my cousin and just kind of told the people that I feel like I needed to tell in person um, and then I was ready to do it. And at the end of the day, my family's fine. They're fine with it. They're like, we're 100% supportive. My mom is 100% supportive. And at the end of the day, that is what truly matters to me in a physical sense. And then everyone else coming out and, and just kind of people that I don't even know, like on Twitter that I've never interacted with messaging me. Like I woke up to a lot of messages this morning, whether it be from people on Twitter or just friends on Facebook or, or whatever, just so many Snapchats and everything. Just, I've just received so much love and I'm just like, it's, it's weird to do something like this because it, it is very nerve wracking and what people's understanding and what people's perception is going to be of you. And I'm sure in my life, I'm going to encounter people that are just not okay with it. And that's fine. That is just comes with the territory of what I did. Um, but it's just an outpour of support and love. And it's like, overwhelming as all fuck. So if I haven't responded to anybody that's listening to this or if I haven't, um, you know, interacted with the comment or something like that, I, I apologize. It's just, I'm going through a lot of tweets. Um, and then on top of that, everything else is going on today. Um, I've been trying to stay up to date with all of the stuff that's happening in the world of wrestling. So, um, yeah, everything's just, it's just a lot. So, um, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to speak on it too much because I've been through every emotion you could imagine. I've cried a lot. I've smiled a lot. I've vibed a lot. I've just. I've had every emotion possible. Um, but there's a weird sense of calmness that came over me last night. So I, I feel like that's a good sign. Um, and it's going to take a little bit of a process, and I'm still understanding. But I'm just finally happy to 100% be myself. And that's what's most important, as cheesy yeah. as that sounds. No, but you're absolutely right. The world is a better place when if everyone is avail is able to be 100% comfortable with themselves and to be happy in their own skin. That yeah. is what makes this world such a great place. Is that you know we 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 could do that. We have that option to do that. We, you know everyone could be happy and be open and honest. And it wasn't always like that. And I'm glad that. I'm glad that you were okay. I'm glad that you were, you're cool with it. And I understand that that calmness you're talking about. I can't speak for you, obviously, but I imagine it must have been like pretty cathartic to, to get that out there, you know, after. Yeah, you know, after that would be the word. That would be the word. I just kind of like did it, had my little kind of panic attack about it and was like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. When that was that weird like, in-between time when I posted and then no one had responded and I'm like. <laughs> Uh oh, like this is bad, and then all of a sudden you posted. I was, I think most of us over here were still asleep. Well, most of you guys on Twitter were probably asleep, and then it was when I posted it on my personal Facebook account. That's when people started to watch it, and I'm just like, what the hell? Like I, I seen the the not that it's ever about view count when it's something like this, but I'm like that many people have watched this video, and I've posted it 12 hours ago. That's absolutely just bizarre. Um. But yeah, it's, um, I just, yeah, I just appreciate it all. It was very, very just this calmness. And after a couple of hours of all the messages pouring in, I was just kind of like, well, what do I do now? Like what goes on now? And I'm just like, well, I'm going to go and watch Veep and I'm going to eat some Doritos. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, and that's what I did. Nothing has to change. Nothing's different. Yeah. That's, and that's what I kind of just did. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's just. I thought I'd better address that first so it's not like I'm ignoring it. Um, let's address the other elephant in the room and let's get this. Well, at the time of recording, we're recording on a, a Thursday night uh, in the States time and a Friday morning for me. Um, Kevin, you're probably more intapped with kind of, you've seen more because I've been asleep, obviously. So I'm still trying to catch up on all of this kind of stuff that's been going on. But briefly, in a, in a short story form, what is exactly going on 
in the world of wrestling at the moment? Yeah, so uh, to summarize, and I'm not sure if it this is where it started, but this is where I first picked up on it. David Starr, uh, the, the independent wrestler, was accused of some sexual misconduct uh, by a couple different people on Twitter. He took to Twitter to defend himself. He denied the claims on, in a promoted tweet, which is really weird. And then he deleted his Twitter, which, which that doesn't look good to me, but I digress. And then from there, at least you know, in, in the way I discovered all of this, um, a bunch of a bunch of uh, a bunch of women's wrestlers around the world have started to come out and share their own stories, you know, with 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 sexual abuse and predatorship, and all the the, the terrible, despicable things they've they've gone through and they've experienced with some of the male talent. Uh, largely, it seems to be centered in, in like British wrestling over like, European style, but it's 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 a widespread problem. Yeah. So that's what we're where we're at right now. Is you know I'm refreshing Twitter every so often, and it's I'm seeing like more stories, more wrestlers thrown into the mix, and some some prominent names too, like some big time names. And I don't I just it's 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 so disheartening to see some of these people you've watched, you 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 really enjoyed watching, but. You, you, it's like it's like they say you don't meet your heroes and this the, a lot of these people are turning out to be you know to call a spade a spade predators mm-hmm. yeah um it's a it's a it's a horrible situation and i mean dude this year is just a fucking mess this year it's it's wild awful. like two months ago or three months ago when when WWE started laid off all those all the talent, mm. I thought to myself, "Wow, that's going to be like the darkest one of the darkest days we've had in wrestling in in, in for some time." Yeah. And now here we are, and it's it, this is this is this is terrible on a whole new on a whole new scale. Yep. Um. This is just like the f- fucking cherry on top of an awful year, and we're only in yeah. June. I was gonna say it's not we're 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 just halfway there. We're only in fucking June. Um, so yeah, we I don't feel educated enough to really comment on this too much further. Um yeah. however, I am very thankful that people are speaking up, even if it is an awful situation. It's a good thing to speak up and, and speak and tell your truth and, and and put and it's time we as an industry, I hope this people come together and and it's time to call out the people that did something wrong and do something about it. Um, so we can collectively all move on um, when it's time, like let, let this thing process and, and, and everything like that. That's what I'll say on it. And it is just, it's an awful thing, but I'm glad people are speaking out and I'm sure yeah. between by the time I re- we record this, Kevin, and by the time I release this so much more will come about it. That's why I tried to kind of say that when we're recording, just in case more stuff, well, obviously more stuff is going to come out. So, um, yeah. yeah, that's where we'll kind of leave it at that. If there's any way to segue off that, um, I'm just going to try and just cut right in. This is the 100th episode of Wrestling Reverb. You heard the special intro at the start of the show. At the end of the show, you'll hear two or three messages from some very special people that have sent their congratulations in for Reverb. Um, but we're going to celebrate Wrestling Reverb today, and we're also going to just talk a lot of wrestling, because there's some things that I want to talk about. Obviously, the first thing we need to go back on is, let's rewind a couple of days. Backlash did happen, Kevin, and it ended up being a way better show than anyone ever, I think, expected. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think we, uh, and we do this a lot, WWE fans, where we, we don't love a card on paper. It's mm. like the opposite of NXT where the card is always great. With a lot of these like non-Big 4 WWE pay-per-views, the card doesn't always look spectacular. And we, mm. we sort of sleep on it. Backlash was a good show. Yeah. I, I I don't think there was anything I just didn't like overtly enjoy. Or at least, you know, to some extent. I, I thought yeah, I thought it was pretty good. solid top to bottom. It's crazy though. I, I kinda I forgot it was like four days ago. It doesn't feel it feels like way longer like way longer i um every day is like like two years yeah that's true it it feels like we're i don't know what the fuck the day is so um for the first time since the rumble i want to say no chamber i believe um 
I watched wrestling with another human being next to me, which is crazy. Like, what the f hell? I'm watching someone, <laughs> I'm watching wrestling with a person next to me. Me and my brother watched wrestling together on um, Monday, my time. Um, and it was like, yeah, this is weird. So it, it made the experience a little better. Wrestling yeah, on your nice. own is, it's different. It's still good and I still enjoy it. But wrestling with, when you can share it with somebody is like, okay, this is better. But um, first thing I want to talk about, is the Women's Tag Team Championships. Um, I know a lot of people, myself included, you've said it many times, Kevin, and we talked about how the Women's Tag Team titles aren't really presented in a way that they seem important, all that kind of jazz. But I would like to say since WrestleMania, they've been low-key like a featured point on every single episode of Raw and SmackDown and some episodes of NXT. And people are still not giving the women's tag team titles the credit. Um, are we seeing a change, first and foremost? Are we seeing a change in the women's tag team championships? And are they being presented a little bit more importantly? And um, I understand they're being used as a... I hate this word, but prop in the Sasha Bailey storyline. However, I th still think it's putting more shine on those titles. How do you feel about the importance of the women's tag team championships coming out of Mania until now? They're, they've definitely amped up the. They definitely amped up their game with those belts. Uh, they had that good. They had that real good match at WrestleMania for the women's tag titles, and that's sort of where that was sort of a launching. And to pack. open up the show, mind you. Yeah, right. And I don't think any of us expected that match to open up WrestleMania. I didn't expect this match to open up Backlash, uh, at least the main card, but it made a lot of sense. But yeah, I, and we'll get to that. But I definitely think the titles have become a lot more important. I, I'd say. The women's tag division, it might not be like crazy deep, but the teams they do have, remember going and like if they if they branch into NXT, like they did it with Tegan and Shotzi, that opens up a whole new door. I know they've like teased, they've like done that a little bit in the past, but like that's a good op, that's a good avenue to explore. Yeah. But like they've definitely got really talented teams that yeah. make a lot of sense. Like obviously that's the iconic what I noticed too. Uh, I, the I iconic is so brilliant, many. right? Oh, well, and, and they're getting well, super over on the internet and they weren't last year. And I'm just like, ha you coming around to these little ladies now, are ya? The time away, the time away did them good, I think. Taking yeah, them did. off TV for a while. It sucks because they really weren't on TV too much when they were champions. But like taking them out of the picture and then putting them back in after, a, you know, for a bit of a reset. They, they, oh, did wonders for them for their, for their perception. For their, I think just in general, too, they, they, they seem sharper all over the place now, right? At least they do to me. Yeah, they they no, they do to me as well. I know I'm biased when it comes to the Iconics, very biased, but I can break it down and, and take my fan aside out of them and actually analyze what they're doing. And their promos are better. Their in-ring work is better. They seem to be clicking a little better with other teams. Um, they're getting more organically over. And I, I like that. You know, the build to them winning at WrestleMania 35, it was kind of non-existent. They were just kind of in the match. They weren't really being built now they're being built for that moment of, of winning the tag team championships so that's cool um and to dive into nxt and they seem to be establishing a few new teams teams have all got to start somewhere i understand teams are just kind of thrown together but that's how a lot of teams are um especially when there's not really too many teams within the tag division um so I, i'm happy for that we'll talk let's talk about their backlash match that triple threat tag team championship match um, first and foremost, I'm glad they did it the proper way and had three members of a team in at once because it really irks me when there's two members of a team in a triple threat tag team match because why would you want to tag in or out? Why would yeah, you want to, like, I, why? I, I, I don't understand that. So they did it the right way. They had triple threat. It was fun. I don't think it was, like, perfect. It wasn't. But it was a fun opener. What I loved the most about it was the damn finish. Sasha Banks is very good. <laughs> Oh yeah, that was that was a, a firecracker of a match. I was like super into it. Um, and I mean, I mean, maybe my expectations weren't super high, and that plays into it. But I thought it was just great. I thought all six women really just busted their asses in there. And and I know, and I imagine it was probably because of that perception that these belts don't have that much shine on them. Yeah. And especially for, you know, like the Iconics and Alexa who are not always heralded for their in-ring work, which I think is unfair, Yeah, but they, but they're not, they're not, you know, a lot of people. I think more so Billy than Peyton. 
Definitely um, more so Billy. Yeah. Pate, I, I always thought Pate was like a, like a real Billy underrated. Billy is underrated movie. in the ring. I love Billy's yeah. selling because it's so bizarre. <laughs> I, 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 think, I think Billy, yeah, Billy, it's like it's part of character work, her selling. It's, it is perfect. And, and yeah, I thought all six women really really brought their A games. Obviously, Bailey and Sasha are, you know, they have the, the clout. They have the, the shine yeah. on them. Yeah. And, but the Iconics – Bliss, Nikki, everyone played a huge and role they in that all match. Good, didn't they? They yeah. all looked really good in that match. Um, there was moments when I thought the Iconics would win. There was honestly moments when I thought Bliss and Cross were going to win them back. Um, the inevitable is Bailey and Sasha breaking up and someone turning on someone. Um, is it going to be next week on Raw? It could be. I don't know. Maybe. But I would assume that they would try to build this to. Extreme rules, so then they can have Bailey and Banks go into SummerSlam. That's what I would assume, but you never really know. Um, their match on NXT with Shotzi and Tegan was a lot of fun. Um, I I enjoyed the match a lot, and then EO kind of coming into the mix at the end. Um, yeah, I would not be opposed to EO fighting Bailey or Sasha. I really wouldn't be. Oh man, um, yeah, EO Sasha is like a dream. I think EO yeah. Bailey be great. EO yeah. Sasha just like oh my god. Uh, yeah, I would, uh, can you just imagine the way that EO would sell a bank statement? Like the flip and every, oh, I just, oh, mm, I'm very into it. Um, but just, I, I enjoyed that. I enjoy the women's tag team championships being across three brands. Speaking of being across three brands, um, why is it that Sasha and Bailey can do it and they don't get any hate? But if Charlotte Flair does it, she's the worst person under the sun. All right, well. There's a couple reasons. P- people are pr- people just don't like Charlotte Flair. People, you know, they, they use the same. It's the same thing they did with Roman, where it's like, oh, they're being being shoved down our throats. But Charlotte is a star, mm-hmm. and what you do with stars is you utilize them. I watch Charlotte Flair wrestle on 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 Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Velocity, Heat, Saturday Night's main event, whatever. I will watch Charlotte wrestle matches, whatever. I don't care. And I think she's a guy. I, I, I watch her talk uh, and, yeah. and just shit on people all across those brands too. I don't have a problem with it. I, I think one thing that I think the one thing is, you know, Charlotte or, or Sasha and Bailey have the tag titles that sort of make them. So I, I guess they, they could sort of melt, go to, sort of mess their way into all three brands. And it makes a yeah. little bit more sense than Charlotte. I, I couldn't tell you what brand Charlotte was actually on right now, but honestly, as long as they're not going to make it a thing with like a lot of people, I don't mind seeing like one or two people sort of just do their thing, go wherever the story takes them, you know? Yeah, that, that honestly, that makes sense. But, um, I'm just the Charlotte Flair, Mark. I understand that. I love Charlotte Flair. I think she is the best. Um, so I'm just happy because she's going for the title on Raw. Yeah, that's the other thing people are gonna people are, I've already seen people she bitching. She beat Oscar though, so why wouldn't she get a shot at the title? And I don't know. People just like people just latch on to to the more popular. You, mm. it's like almost the curse to get that popular that fast in WWE. It because then yep. they, they they'll turn on you in a second. Yep, that's um, that's true. I think Nia Jax will probably have something to do with that, to be completely honest, and we'll get some kind of triple threat at Yeah, Extreme I think that, that seems to me like the, the, the course of action they're going to take is a triple threat at Extreme Rules. Hopefully, Oscar, I, I want to see the inevitable match between her and Shayna at SummerSlam. I want Oscar and Shayna. I want uh, Shayna to be the one to beat Oscar, but um, who knows? It might not happen. Charlotte Flair's in a match, so you can never really count her out. To be completely yeah, honest. she's one of, those, one of those talents that like could win any conceivable and conceivable she, match she's in. She could be the transition between Charlotte to Shayna. I, I really could see it. Charlotte could be could that be. transition. Um, Charlotte and Shayna, I wouldn't hate to see that either, though. So I really wouldn't. Oh no, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's the back. That's the the kind of thing I can fall back on with Charlotte. People can hate her all she wants. But she's very good. So, oh, um, yeah. like, Naya, I, I can't have a fallback. I understand why people don't like Naya, and I'm like, I can't defend that. I can defend Charlotte Flair because that I, inside I, those I ropes. Think, yeah, I think you could make the – like, you could say it. that like, You could be like, oh, Naya's not very good in the ring. And I wouldn't necessarily disagree with you. She's not, like, my cup of tea in the ring. <laughs> no, I agree. Charlotte Flair is, like, too good to I, – I don't understand the criticisms on her in-ring work at all. 
Yeah, no, I, I don't either. She's just nearly flawless. <laughs> nearly damn just, flawless. She does like the little things really good. She's mm. she sell like she's I think she sells just fine. Obviously, she's a very talented offensively. Great. Uh, you, I, I'll, I'll go nuts every time she moonsaults. I don't care. I, oh, it may not be as clean as EOs, but it's still like, oh, it's still a friggin' moonsault. I'll, I go crazy whenever anybody hits a moonsault. And I don't think some people realize is that, yeah, EOs moonsault is beautiful and it's crisp and it's like, oh my God, amazing. But Charlotte Flair is a lot bigger than EO. Yeah, <laughs> like, Charlotte's like my, probably, like, probably my height and just. Yeah. She's a she's like, she's she's corkscrew moonsault sometimes too. Like, what the fuck? Get out of here, Charlotte. But yes, we're Charlotte fans. I think we've always been pretty open about that. The fact that we both love yeah. Charlotte Flair. Um, we don't really have too much to criticize. You probably criticize her a tad more than I do. Um, probably. But that's, but that's I, granted. I, 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 I don't, yeah, it. I see like some of the criticism about her winning like titles this quickly. <laughs> I, I feel like she is always in the title picture and sometimes – uh, sometimes that you could use a cool down, but it's hard to cool her down because she's she's Charlotte Flair. You know, some people yeah. you just can't cool down. They're always hot. Yep. No, I agree. Mags said it. Mags said on the Backlash prediction show we had on Subtle Plug for prediction shows that I have on Twitch. Um, he said that you know, when you have someone that good, it'd be weird to not have them in the title picture. <laughs> yeah, it would be a, it would be such a waste of resources to not have your best most talented individuals in the mix for titles. That's the point. You want it to be real. You, you want wrestling to be realistic. You put your most talented individuals in the chase. You don't put like randos in there. Mm. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, moving on from Charlotte Flair and all of that going on with Charlotte Flair. Uh, let's talk about the universal championship match that happened at backlash and how fucking boring it was. Or was it just, yeah, it was, here, the, yeah, it was, this is this is funny because uh, I was at work. I'm back in the office now, Ooh. and I am. Yeah, I went back. Uh, I actually went back the week of in your house, but I got out early to watch that at home. Hell yeah! <laughs> but, uh, so Hi, welcome be, back to the office. Can I go home early today? <laughs> I was just like, I was just like, hey, can I work early? But uh, I mean, you didn't boss school. But when I was watching, I was watching Backlash at work, and my boss comes out of his office, and he watched that match with me. And I wish he, I wish he watched any other match because he walked away. It was just like that was stupid. <laughs> and I, I, I can't like totally disagree. Well, yeah, um. Ugh, man, I don't even know what to say, to be honest. <laughs> I just don't like, I, I'm just not, I'm not into, I'm not into Strowman, you know, I'm Me not. Me either, that was my problem, and it was so, like, that match was just such a filler to get to the next thing, that I'm like, Miz and yeah. Morrison are just not going to win here, at all. Like, nah, just not, although their music video. Whew. Oh, classic. Oh, I'm into this. I love. Uh, I was a little skeptical when Morrison came back because he wasn't my favorite. I didn't really like him that much before. You know, I didn't like. I, I I appreciated him when he was like Johnny Nitro, mm. and he was doing shit with Eminem, and he was you know feuding with like Hardy over the Intercontinental Championship when I first started watching wrestling. But I wasn't crazy about him when he turned and was like the Prince of Parkour and all that. I just thought he was like a very athletic, handsome dude. Mm. But. Coming back and getting back in the ring with Miz and doing like the dirt sheet stuff is so good. It is like the perfect way to reintegrate so lame, him into the dirt like, lame in a lame in a good way. I mean, oh it's, my it's god, so it's so it, it is so like it's, it's, hokey and cheesy, and, and it's, it's perfect. Very like millennial humor. Yeah, like very millennial, like self-deprecating, lame. Almost, it's so unfunny that it's hilarious. Yeah, that, that, and I think that's the point. I think you're like you're supposed to just be like, "Wow, this sucks," but you're gonna laugh at it because yeah. like it is funny. Dude. Like the, the 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 rap video they did for I guess I think it was before WrestleMania was amazing. This one was amazing. They have a they have a, they have a burgeoning career in the music industry. Ooh. If, if let's go if wrestling doesn't pan out, which I think it's panned out considering they're wrestling for the Universal Title. Yeah, I don't think this goes on any, any longer. The Fiend is coming back. Well, the Firefly Funhouse, I should say, is coming back. Hey, I said it without stuttering that time. That's good. Um, oh, well, let's get in there. We've said it enough. But that's coming back. So I'd assume he would probably pop back into the stuff with Braun. And this time, the Fiend will fight Braun Strowman instead of Funhouse Bray. 
that would be how I would assume that it's going to go. Um, I'm just done with, I, I've, I just so completely, I've just so taken back with Braun Strowman. I just do not care about the guy. Um, I don't even hate him. I just don't care. Like I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't care him. about him whatsoever. Um, that, that boat has fallen, hasn't it? Like, oh my god. Yeah, dude. He was like the he was a an absolute missile at one point, just on the way to the moon, and then they way just he just cooled down. Yeah, way they they, they definitely late. pulled the trigger way too late. With like him, years though. too late. Like yeah, his yeah. time should have been Crown Jewel 2018 when he fought Brock for the the um vacant universal championship at the time that's when he should have won i agree they didn't pull the trigger and then it's just you know too little too late that's how i see it but i didn't care for that match at all um bobby and drew i liked for what it was i I don't know i was like mags convinced me that bobby lashley was going to win it made me really scared Um, but drew won um i i'm i we both can't listen to Mags. I know I shouldn't listen to Mags, um, but he can. He sold me on it. I was like, oh, geez, that makes a lot of sense. Um, but we've both been pretty strong about the fact that we're not like we we like Drew, but we're not like fuck yeah, Drew's the best. But he's been. We both said he's been a great WWE champion. I don't yeah. really know where he goes from here too much, um, but we know where Bobby Lashley goes, and that's divorce court because he's getting a divorce from Lana. Yeah, um, just it wasn't a bad match, and I, I didn't expect it to be because I know Bobby could. I know Bobby could wrestle a pretty damn good match. Um, obviously, that they've put it, they've put him in such a position where like I just don't give one single shit about him. And if he won that match, I would have been mad. But I didn't hate the match. I thought there were some good spots. It's good, like you know, good two two good talented like powerhouse guys just you know throwing their weight around. A lot of beef. Yeah, you know, obviously, people obviously the finish um, was a little yeah. out there, but whatever. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, I don't know where Drew goes from here. I, I yeah, I, no, I don't really care where Bobby goes from here. Um, <laughs> well, he's going to get a divorce. I think everyone's. I, I yeah, don't know. that's probably honestly get get that you know, do that do that whole thing, and then oh, the segment is going to be so cheesy. I'm going to be here for it. You know it. It's probably you know going to it. be amazing. Honestly, you, you it's probably going to love it. Like, remember the way, how great oh. the wedding was? Oh, they, don't they, talk to me about the wedding. It was so good. <laughs> they they have, a, they have a chance here to just do that, to just up the ante and just do something crazy and just, like, ridiculous. Do it. Just do it, because Lana has... Still has a lot of hate against her. I feel. I feel she does. Oh man! Every time Lana's on screen, people are just like throwing their emotes. Could through you the imagine TV. if Lana won the women's title? Whew, the scenes, the scenes would yeah, be I, out of this world. I'm kind of here for it in the sense of just I want to see. Well, 2020 has already been a shitstorm. Let's throw another wrench in there. You know, let's really I'm go sure. in there. Honestly, I, I mean, I, I honestly like. I hope they do that. I hope it's like. I hope they just. It's like her first match in X amount of months and yes. for the women's title yep. against Oscar or against Bailey or whoever, and she just wins. I wins right the, all the titles that. just to get. Fu- you don't like. Oh, you don't like Charlotte Flair? Fine, we'll give it to Lana. Oh, <laughs> that. Oh, people's attitudes will turn very quick. <laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna be. Um, yeah, I, I I'm here for the divorce. I'm here for all of that. MVP and Bobby Lashley, why I'm not the biggest fan of either of them, works really, really well, and they both benefit from being associated. So I'm, I'm happy for that. Um, they've tried. I can, even if I don't necessarily like love it, I can tell they've really tried to make that story as good as it, as it could be, and they've really tried to put some, some gas behind Bobby Lashley, which is probably needed. He's come back and he hasn't really done a hell of a lot. Every time he's kind of got near something's happened so i'm happy for that sense with bobby um yeah but yeah i'm not the biggest bobby lashley guy whatever the match though itself i enjoyed for what it i really honestly did i honestly enjoyed it um it was fine um oscar and naya at backlash i thought was good and it was starting to get good and then the count out happened obviously to further everything that's going on they had the little rest spot on raw um and naya's kind of involved 
I've we said many times, Kev, Asuka and Nia have always had somewhat of a good chemistry in the ring. So I never had a doubt that this match could be good. Um, I know a lot of people have their opinions on Nia Jax and, and whatever, but um, all that aside, the match was fine. It just, it was starting to pick up steam when it kind of ended. That's how I felt about that. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, that's, it's good business, honestly. It makes you want to see. They they definitely did their job in the way that, like, I am, you know, I am I'm looking forward to seeing what's next, uh, whether it be a triple threat with Charlotte Flair, whether it be some sort of stipulation match at Extreme Rules, which, you know, no matter what happens, that's obviously likely at Extreme Rules. Yeah. Yeah, I, I – I've I, I of all of Nia's opponents, um, I've always enjoyed her work with Oscar. I did, I enjoyed it. You know, I, when they were you know, they briefly worked work together in NXT. Uh, you know, on the main roster, we've seen it. I think that I I think that they're a good foil for one another. I, yeah. I don't know what it is. It's it's hard to explain sometimes. It's hard to like really tap tap down on what causes good chemistry between people, but some people yeah. just have it. Yeah. No. Um. I uh. I agree. There's something there with them too, and I, I'm. I definitely don't. I def, I I like Oscar a lot, and I think Oscar really deserves a nice solid run with the title. Um, but a triple threat with Nia, Charlotte, and 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 uh, Oscar could be a lot of fun. Triple threats are fun. I've always said that. Triple, I love threats, triple threats, especially if you if you throw in like if it's. I mean, obviously, all triple threats are no disqualification, but you throw in a stipulation or something. Yeah. And extreme you, rules, it, triple and, threat. Right. Yeah, and then anything, anything could happen. I, 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 that's why I like Extreme Rules no matter what. Like, I feel like it's like never a bad show because you're going to get like some just some ladders, some chairs, some tables. And I, I, that's, that's like <laughs> what makes wrestling wrestling is yeah. the, the carnage. Yeah, I, I'm here for that. So that could be a lot of fun. Um, is there any other main other matches than the main event that happened at Backlash that I can't remember. Well, we should, just... probably, we should probably talk about the the, the Viking Raiders. Oh. War- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, so first and foremost, I, I have to just put this. This is just completely noted. And I yes, I will speak for you as well, Kevin, because I know that you tweeted about this. Um, I, from start to finish, did not know what the fuck was happening. And oh, I was completely oh, yeah. into it. I, I was like, this is fantastic. What the fuck is going on? And I'm he- I was here. For- I was like... This is wonderful, but I don't know what's like. Why is this happening? <laughs> I would just like I'd look at the I'd like look at the screen, and they'd be you know they'd be like rolling a bowling ball, and I'd look away, and I'd look back, and and uh, they'd be tackling each other. Dawkins would be tackling Ivar through the glass, and then there were ninjas, and oh and the then, ninja then, thing when they all come in on the motorbikes, I was like, what the hell is going on? And I was like, that's a cute that, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like I, Akira Tozawa and, and and I forget the, the the NXT guy's name, but like the really he, tall, this guy, like seven foot three guy. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, like, was, like where did they find this specimen? I was like, holy shit, what is going on here? Okay, my favorite moment of that was um the force turkey leg. Oh, he, oh, oh my god, you read my mind. You read my mind. I, I I was literally like, oh my god, he just used the force. I was like, holy shit. Followed closely by Lady Ref Lady Ref Jess um also expressing her love, as did a lot of women throughout this segments for which one? Ivar? Eric? Which one is he? Ivar? Uh Ivar's like the big one. Yeah, him. The force turkey lad. Um Yeah. They all love him, and 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 uh, Lady Ref Jess was like, "Yeah, you're cute. You not so much," which is always lovely. Um, but yeah, forced turkey leg was mm, brilliant, just wonderful. I don't really know what happened the next night on Raw with Big Show, but that happened. Um, <laughs> he arrived, just, he turned, I, I and then just, he left. <laughs> I just, well, I love that they keep Big Show like in a in a room backstage. Somewhere. They're like, "Yeah, you, you tonight. Yeah, you're out tonight." And he's like, "Yeah, no worries." He's just watching his Netflix show and, and doing his own thing. It's, um, it's like Mad Libs with Big Show. It's like they're <laughs> sitting there and they're like, all right, is it going to be good or bad? Is it going to be with this guy or that guy? <laughs> it's just I loved every single second of whatever the fuck that Viking – what are they, the the Viking Prophets? <laughs> Together they're the Viking Prophets. And they were united. Yeah. I mean, they were, they were. united. They were united against, against the ninjas. <laughs> He's using the term <laughs> weapon. 
I don't know what the fuck was happening, but I was, I was just looking at my brother and I was like, what the hell is going on? He's like, I don't know, but this is wonderful. I'm like, I yeah, agree. I just... Everyone loved it too. I was like, holy shit, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, honestly, like it, I mean, it made sense given what the, what the two teams have been doing the past couple of weeks on raw with like the, the contests, yeah. the, you know, golfing and bowling. It, it made sense. At some point we'll see like a real, like a real good wrestling match between That's these two next teams. Next week, isn't it? Title. Are they going? Are they going for the I title? I think so. Yeah, right. Might be next week. Who fucking really knows? Though? And I, I, yeah, and it's uh, you know, and I get like people might be like, oh, you know, the War Raiders are like these badass guys. Why are they doing this comedy stuff? Uh, it was really it. funny, though. So. <laughs> they're, they're, they're good at it. So yeah, showing different, showing different skills wrestling off. Is, and we we said this for wrestling is like inherently silly. Wrestling is a it's silly. Dumb. We believe in Irish whips, Kevin. Yeah, when you when you <laughs> take wrestling at it at its basis, like basis definition, it is pretty stupid. It is yeah, goofy. Yeah, wrestling's dumb. So why not lean into it? Obviously, like, and there are four guys, and if you count Akira Tozawa and his ninjas, <laughs> and his ninjas, it's really funny. Like really good guy. Like they have comedic the, the, the timing, the the knack for the comedic timing was there. And the writing was there. If you know, I don't know what they were doing when they wrote when they wrote this. Probably some hard drugs, but it yeah. worked. <laughs> yeah, super. Um, all hail forced turkey leg thing. Um, I'm very much. I just love that segment. And then it was like, what follows that? What really could follow? <laughs> yeah, that? I remember. I literally tweeted like, "Oh, it's a bold move to promote this show around the greatest wrestling match ever." When you literally. Did, when you literally did this segment, that's all people are going to talk about. But I was wrong. The greatest wrestling match ever. Now, when Tom Phillips said the words, we're going to use amplified audio and some unique camera shots, I was like, oh boy, this isn't going to be good. And then as soon as Randy Orton's music hit and the crowd did it, I'm like, oh, they did it in a way that actually sounds good. I know some people weren't here for the audio and it was kind of like in spots, it was a little un- like uneasy. But I thought it added to the match. The replay value of it years from now really does add to it. Uh, now, I know the million-dollar question is, did they have the greatest wrestling match ever? That's fucking subjective. But it was pretty damn great. I tell you, I was very much like, they did a fine job of this match. From the way that it was shot, to the amplified audio, to the stuff they actually did in the ring, to the story they told in the ring... Um, it's a, I understand it would have been, I could only imagine it would have been a lot of pressure on, especially Edge, um, but on both of them to deliver. But they certainly delivered. I'll tell you that. Um, it was sucks to see that Edge is hurt, torn, yeah. tri- tr- torn tricep. But um, whew, it was a damn fine wrestling match. I tell you that. Not the Maybe not the greatest ever, but certainly a, a match of the year contender, if not the match yeah, of this year so far. Yeah, and like I can't even remember when this year started, so I couldn't tell you where the cutoff was for That's for matches this year. But this was so good. Like mm. I, I'll be I'll be honest, I, I I've said this on the show before. I you know me me and wrestling, like, you know, we, there was a little bit of like a sour patch there after Goldberg won the the Universal Title, where I was yeah. like, yeah, like I, I thought maybe I was phasing out. WrestleMania did its job just to keep me hooked, but you know I was still kind of like you know I, I don't know it didn't. It didn't seem like it captured my excitement the way it once did. And I was watching this match, Edge and Randy Orton, two dudes that are, you know, you could say they're past their prime. You could say they're old. You could say this match should have happened when, like, you know, years ago. But, like, it was so – I was literally, like, out of my chair. Uh, some of those false finishes – uh, just going nuts, just absolutely nuts. I didn't know who was gonna win. I had no, especially when they started. They started busting out like the greatest hits moves, like the rock oh, bottom. And shit that was that. great. That that is when I was like, "Well, I have no clue when this match is gonna end." And that's the best when you just yeah. don't oh, know. And I didn't care. Like I was like, I don't care who wins. I don't care about where can they go from here. I was just watching a wrestling match, and I was like, "Ah, oh, this is so good." icing on top was the huge leg slap that randy orton did on that punt kick i was like how good is randy orton the only thing randy orton loves more than wrestling is like is like teasing the mark yeah like poking (laughs) the bear he's like he's like he randy orton is one of those people that is really good at sticking his middle fingers up to people you know what i mean like in the sense of like he he knows 
and you can't it's almost like you can't fire back at him because you're like ah fuck he's, he's oh no if you knew, yeah, if you knew, you know, with with the thing that he did, the, the little tiff he got into with with Champa about the leg slapping, and then you saw him leg slap, you, you have to, you have no choice but to just tip your cap and be like, "Well, you won this round." Yeah, he um, very good. I'm I'm glad to see the punt back, and then of course Christian, and then stuff with Ric Flair, and then the punt to Christian. I thought was really, really, oh, really fun. He's the we best. we take Randy Orton for granted a lot. We do. Because he's not. Yeah, he's not like. He's not running around and doing, you know, dives to the outside. He's very methodical, very story-driven wrestler. But like, a when he wants to bring it, uh, he could absolutely. He brings it with the best oh. of him to this day. To this day, when you know, this is just evidence of that. He, he might be. He might have had the match of the year so far. At the age of, you know, he's only forty. He seems like he's older. He's really not that old. Yeah, but he seems not. like he's older, right? He's because he's been doing this forever. But yeah, Randy Orton is just so good, and we, yeah, we do a lot of times take it for granted. But like right now, he is operating at a level that you know that that compares with any era of Randy Orton you wanna you wanna measure up with. Mm-hmm. Whether you know it's Legend Killer Orton, it's 2009 like Unhinged Orton. This Orton right now is as good as we've ever seen. Yep, um, I'm a. Uh... I, I I agree. We take Randy Orton for granted, and it's like, damn, this guy is really good. Um, I can see just yeah everything. Christian, I've always loved Christian. I've always been a Christian guy. Um, it was cool to see him get back into the mix. Will we see a match out of Christian? You could only imagine and assume that we would eventually. Him taking that, it's like, okay, could he get a match out of this? Who knows? But it was cool to see Christian back in the mix and. Raw this week was damn fine. It was a damn good episode of Raw. It actually had like a, a story plot that went from start to end and it made you want to watch the whole show instead of just throwing everything, you know, throwing shit at the wall and just seeing what fucking sticks. This actually had a plot because it is a television show and television shows all want you to go from start to end. And that's what this did. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, do you think we see Christian wrestle? Uh, do we do we get one more match out of Christian? <laughs> I think I, I think we do. I think it would be really. I, I would be pretty upset if they you know they, they 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 were teasing it and doing shit like this and involving Christian, and it didn't lead to like one more match. I think you yeah. can still go one more match. Yeah, I, I think and so. If, too. And, if, and if we've learned anything with Edge, it's that literally anything is possible. You exactly. know, the Edge is someone well, you didn't think you'd see him in the ring ever again. Letting, let alone putting on a match of the year candidate in 2020, nine years after retiring. Yeah, I, I know Edge and Christian's injuries were obviously different. Christian was more concussion based. Edge was more obviously his neck. Um, first and foremost, before we, that makes me go. Page will wrestle again one day. I, I truly believe that. I think Paige will wrestle in five yeah. years. She's got youth on her side too. She's exactly. like still so young. She's 26 years old. That is crazy that Paige is that young. Because I know. she's been wrest like she was wrestling when she was, you know, a kid. So yeah. <laughs> um she- I just putting that out there, I, I do truly believe that Paige will wrestle one day and it will be fantastic to see. Um Back to Christian, I understand his his injuries was different, but you know this is a good way to keep the edge, the edge Randy storyline going through SummerSlam without Edge even there, while he's re- re- rehabbing from injury. Um, could we see Christian versus Randy at SummerSlam? I could, I I can picture it, um, and I think it'll be well. Christian and Randy always had good matches. I oh, remember them having it. that. It'd be a great little callback to right right after Edge retired, 2011. Yeah, uh, when Christian had his little, you know, the Christian the Christian Orton feud of 2011. I know it it, it gets a little overshadowed because 2011 was like the year of Punk, but it was mm. I, that was like where my attention was 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 Orton and Christian. Like I love Christian as a I love dirty heel, York. dirty heel oh, Christian God. that won the title via speed. I was gonna say he literally he won the title in like the shittiest, most underhanded of ways. Oh man, he was so he was doing such good work then, such good yeah. work. Yeah, I'm I'm very much here for it, and I, I'm glad they're using Christian in a much because Christian is a great great resource to use because Christian oh, is my God, very yeah. good. That man, 
next year that man better be going in the damn Hall of Fame because he he is truly truly deserving, truly Absolutely. deserving. One of the one of the all time great tag team yeah. wrestlers, and, and and then you you factor in his single stuff. He's had a lot of he's had great runs, and he's two thousand four really heel Christian. Oh my god, oh, there was no one, there was not no no one better in a heel sense. I think in that time. Um, and kind of under the radar that should have been, he could have broke through in that time and then it just didn't happen for whatever reason. But um, glad to see they're using Christian. Greatest wrestling match ever did happen. Subjectively, I don't think it was the greatest wrestling match ever, but I could see why some people would think like that is my favorite match ever or that is the greatest match ever because it was damn good. And they did kind of put themselves in a very hard spot calling it the greatest wrestling match ever. But they're obviously the smartest business people because now when you type that in on Google, that's all you see is WWE. And you you know what? People will say that it hurt the match that they they added the tagline. I disagree. I think that if that was just a regular wrestling match and it didn't have that hype, I don't think we would look at it in the same light today. I think it would yeah. still be a really good match, but I don't think we'd be even comparing it to, to some of the greats, but we are. And we yeah. should, it, it was great. Yeah. It was, and I, it, I think it'd be it weird. Like everything. It was like, it was like a love letter to wrestling. Yeah. It had like all of the classic wrestling. Oh man. I love it. I'm a sucker so... for a good false finish. Oh, Kevin, me too. A nice 2.99999 count. Yeah. Sign nothing, me nothing gets me going more. Sign me on the dotted fucking line. Because <laughs> it was it was a good time. It was a really, really good time. Um But I, I enjoyed Backlash. I really, really did. Um Ah, oh, I know one thing we didn't talk about. Jeff Hardy and Sheamus. They honestly had a really good match. I know some people aren't um very into this storyline with Jeff. I've come out and said that I don't have an issue with this storyline. I just don't really find it particularly interesting i'm just not really i'm just like yeah it's fine i don't have an issue with it though using real life and then a a bad guy calling you out because you used to be a drug addict or an alcoholic that happens in life so i don't understand why people are so like oh you can't do that like i understand it's real life but it it play wrestling's the best when it's real life i think it's just i don't find this story that interesting (laughs) no i'm not mad at it because i'm not mad at i'm not like mad at it because it's controversial i just we've seen i'm just like we've seen this with jeff they've they've done this with jeff before yeah and i didn't really care about it then so i don't really care about it now you know i'm (laughs) not like oh you know i don't think i obviously yeah jeff's gonna they wouldn't do it if jeff wasn't okay with it so i'm not like mad at it from a moral standpoint I just don't. Yeah, I'm not really into the the the, the idea of this storyline. I thought it was a little weird. Uh yeah. Just you know, but yeah, Hardy and Sheamus in the ring gave me gave me like feed it to me. You know. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, it was fine. That was a very anticlimactic way to end talking about backlash because we forgot about <laughs> it. But um, yeah, that happened and it was it was more than fine. Um, that is kind of everywhere that I want to talk about with wrestling today. Um, I hope you enjoyed kind of this mixed bag. The best work we do is when we can just spitfire about wrestling. So I thought it was just fitting to do like a nice mixed bag episode for Reverb 100. I hope you have, if you've been along from wherever you come in, thank you for listening to 100 episodes of Wrestling Reverb. Of course, we've done more than 100 episodes with Mania to Mania and Reverb Rewind, but this is the official 100 episode of the main series of wrestling reverb and that's pretty wild to me we're coming up well i'm coming up on two years since i started wrestling reverb next month um that just blows my mind um i wouldn't have had the confidence to do something like i did yesterday if it wasn't for creating content and having people support me in the way that i did i don't think i'd be as like open about everything um so that's kind of cool in a sense and and the relationships that i've built with people halfway across the world, which is like, what the hell? I never thought that would happen. So that's, it's, it's, it's cool to have 100 episodes of wrestling reverb and here's to a hundred more, I guess, Kevin. Oh <laughs> my God. Here's to, here's to a million more. It's, it is, it is oh, cool yikes. though. You, you think about, <laughs> you, you think about where, where you started to where you are now and all the things you, you improve on, and like the people you pick up and you meet along the way. We've done some like really cool shit with this show. You know, we've done yeah. a lot of you know a lot of great episodes, uh, a lot of great people we've met through 
through through reverb and you know that obviously includes me meeting you i i wouldn't i would never have of i don't know what my trajectory would have been in in wrestling twitter if i hadn't listened to that round table that you did with with will yeah and then tweeted like oh i'm looking for guests and i was like you know what i could do that i could be on this show and the rest is history (laughs) yeah that's when that I started to pick up steam. I've said that many times. Everyone kind of knows the story. When I went on that round table was when I started to really uh, get to know people within the community. Um, it's weird. It's weird. Really weird to say this. And um, I can say this because this is my show, but I don't think I would have came out yesterday if it wasn't for wrestling in a weird indirect way. Like, I, I don't – wrestling has always been the one consistent thing in my life. And I think people watching that video yesterday, I was fairly open with things and I was fairly like, no pun intended, raw um, and just ve- very just myself. And weirdly enough, wrestling is the one thing that's always been consistent and I don't feel like that will ever change. Even if I fall out of wrestling or whatever – that's another thing, but like, I always have that experience. So weirdly enough, as weird as it sounds, I don't think I would have done what I did without wrestling and then wrestling Twitter. Um, because at the end of the day, we all bond. Well, most of us all bond because we love wrestling, which is weird because wrestling can be kind of fucking shit sometimes. (laughs) Oh yeah. But you know what? We're we're there when it's shitty and we're there when it's really good because when it's shitty, we can shit on it together. Yeah. That, that is honestly true. Find the humor. Infinitely infinitely more fun to watch like a terrible episode of raw and then go to Twitter and be like, wow, guys, didn't that suck? Then to be like alone and watching raw and thinking, wow, I'm wasting my time watching some bad TV. Yep. And um, we're, we're going to have times where wrestling is going to be absolutely shit. And we're going to have times where wrestling is going to be the absolute best. And I am more than, more than happy to experience those times. Um, and yeah, it's, 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 it's weird to reflect and stuff like that. But I have made some pretty terrible podcast episodes, especially in the beginning. And I've also been very proud of some of the episodes I've done, whether it's this show, whether it's any of my other shows that I do. Um, it's, it's pretty crazy. Like to think that in two years I've created a hundred episodes of something and people genuinely listen. And people, people tune in and, and tell me like you know they talk about this show like they're like oh good every time someone's like oh that was a good episode of reverb and you know whether it's you know mags or anybody on on twitter or even like people i know you know in 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 in, i don't want to say in real life because this is real this is real shit but well obviously this is real life (laughs) people i know from over here you know people i know from like just everyday life or like yeah that that have tuned into this show and it's crazy it still blows my mind that like there are people out here that want to listen to me talk. Yeah, that I uh, I've said this many times. I'm just a dumb kid from Australia, a very small town in near Adelaide of all freaking places. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you've seen my Twitter feed, Kevin, but Adelaide is getting attacked by the rest of Australia. <laughs> I saw so I saw something where it was like, "Why would anyone want to go to South?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> this is no, amazing." I was like, I, I I imagine it was you that that tweeted it, but it yeah. could have been. I mean, I follow. There's a bunch of Australian people on Twitter that I follow now, and I remember thinking like, oh, I think Josh from South Australia. <laughs> yeah. So, um, for anyone that doesn't know, there's been two things. The one of the states in Australia is called Victoria, and we have border restrictions at the moment because of COVID and South Australia opening up to certain parts of the country because they haven't got many cases of COVID. Victoria is not one of them. So, the Victorian Premier, which is like the state leader um come out and said that uh no offense to south australians but why would you want to go there (laughs) um and then the treasurer of another state called new south wales um was talking about like financial stuff and um he said that there something about driver's license and how in adelaide you can renew your driver's license through an app. So it's digital. You can have a digital driver's license. And he said, it's pretty poorly done like anything that comes out of Adelaide. Poor. (laughs) Damn. So yeah, we're getting roasted and I'm very much here for it because we just, we're just the worst. 
satellite just sucks. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's we're getting attacked. It's great. Um, but yeah, I've said many times to go back to what I was talking to that I'm just some you know kid from Australia that's just like talking about wrestling and talking into a microphone, and somehow people have listened to 100 episodes of this show. Um, and I've been able to branch out and talk about things that aren't wrestling related. And I've kind of built my own, I hate saying this word, built my own brand. Brand. I, I just don't like that. For some reason, it just sounds so awkward to say that. But it's like, I don't just talk about wrestling. I'll talk about video games. I'll talk about real life. I'll talk about anything. It really doesn't bother me. And I can kind of have people be interested in that. I have friends on the internet from around the world that aren't wrestling fans. And that's fine. And... I don't know. It's just a lot of fun to do this every week. It's something that I look forward to doing. It's not like a burden to record podcasts. So I'm into that. And whether it's recording podcasts or doing game streams on Twitch or charity streams on Twitch or creating content for YouTube or just being a human being on Twitter and just tweeting what I tweet because a lot of it is nonsense and having people interact with that is pretty crazy. Like I'm, I'm, one lucky that I've kind of fallen into this and just kind of it's taken this part of my life and it's um it's really cool I'm just uh really just blessed to have this kind of second I I treat it as a second job because not that it's creating income I mean just it does take a lot of my week to record podcasts and record content but it's I'm happy to do it um so it's a labor of love yeah, I, I'm really into it. Um, so, yeah, here's to 100 more. Here's to 200 more. Here's to however many more that we decide to do. But uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to Wrestling Reverb over the last near two years, over the last 100 episodes. And it's truly, it is appreciated. It's never not appreciated. So I'm very much thankful. I'm very grateful. And here's just talking about wrestling some more throughout this show. You know, one on one hundred and one and counting. I guess. Anything oh, yeah. you want to add, Kev? Before we wrap it up. Just yeah, I mean, just I'm, in, I'm just eternally grateful for, uh, to you for having me on that first time, and every and then every time since then, I feel like you know one of these days you to be like, I gotta cut this kid loose. But <laughs> yeah, I, I I echo most everything that you that you said. I, I I really appreciate everyone that listens. I appreciate all the people I've met along the way. Yeah, yeah, I just can't wait for the next one. You know, the best show we do is the next one. Yeah, that's how you're only as good as your last episode. So it's just like wrestling. Um, we love wrestling, no matter how much we can kind of fall in and out of it. Me and Kevin both love wrestling, and that is the core of this show. It will always be our love for wrestling. So I hope that even if you aren't necessarily loving a WWE product or an AEW product or a New Japan product, whatever your wrestling is, Wrestling shines through any promotion, I think, um, no matter the context. So I hope you, everyone listening, can continue to love wrestling as much as we do because wrestling is a very huge chunk of my life that I will, I'm never, ever going to regret, no matter if I stopped watching wrestling tomorrow or continue to watch wrestling for the next 60 years. It's always going to be a very special part of my life. So um, wrestling is a wonderful thing. We believe in Irish whips and literal dead men. So uh, it's pretty crazy, pretty damn crazy. Although now that the Undertaker's humanized, eh, (laughs) one is really left. (laughs) It's like the last vestige of that pretend world we we, we grew to love was basically the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. But and I don't yeah, but I don't I I imagine for him it must be like so it must be so cool to be able to like be a yeah. human being. be not dead anymore he can he doesn't yeah. need to be the dead man so um, be alive like be able to to embrace his family in real life yeah. and not like not be, be clouded yeah it's uh what it's a lovely cool. what a lovely world this is. As, as dark as it can be and as bad as it can be sometimes, wrestling is beautiful. Um, and I think we need to really remember that sometimes because we all complain a lot, but we watch something that is truly a different world. It's different to anything else. So let's appreciate wrestling. If I can, you can take away anything from this 
episode. Appreciate wrestling. Love it. We love it. We love all of you. We thank you for listening to 100 episodes and and counting. And we'll see you on the next one. Goodbye, everyone. Let the animals-